Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Monday the 5th of December. Today, I'm joined by Yasmin Husseini, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Yasmin. How are you doing today? I'm good, Peter. How about you? Yeah, good, thank you. Nice to have you back. Uh, you've not been away for very long. Uh, so, yeah, it's good, good to have you back. So, um, what, uh, you know, what story did you pick out from today's Watson's Daily? Right. So today I will be discussing the current stance of the EU in relation to the U.S. green subsidy measures um, that happened in August. So just as a background about the climate package. So in August, the Biden industry passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a $740 billion package that focused on promoting investment in clean energy, lowering prescription drug prices and health insurance subsidies. So the bill would invest nearly $375 billion over the decade in climate fighting strategies, which includes investment in renewable energy production and tax rebate for consumers to buy new or used EVs. Mm -hmm. So it's broken down to include $60 billion for clean energy manufacturing tax credit. Mm-hmm. And $30 billion for production tax credit for wind and solar power, which is seen as a way to boost and support the industries that can help curb the country's dependence on fossil fuels. Um, this is amongst many other measures that make it attractive to invest in the U.S. right now. Um, it's the largest investment into addressing climate change in U.S. history. So indeed, Joe Biden called it the most aggressive action his country has taken to confront this climate crisis. Yeah. Um, but European ally, allies complained that measures such as tax credit and subsidies for products such as EV give U.S.-based enterprise a unfair advantage and will encourage EU industries to relocate. So the current U- news right now is that Ursula von der Leyen, which is the um, EU president commission, uh, sorry, president of the EU commission, she said this weekend that the EU must simplify and adapt their rules on state aid uh, to counteract the competitive effect of this climate package. So Europe should adjust their own rules to make it easier for public investment. They should overhaul uh, public investment regulations and reassess whether new or additional funding at the EU level was was required. Mm. Um, Why? Because the IRA could lead to unfair competition, could close markets and fragment critical supply chains. Um, So it's just, you know, to improve state aid frameworks. as well as this, the, the union's competitiveness was already hit by soaring energy prices caused by the war against Ukraine and COVID and now those IRA subsidies. Hmm. Um, I think the key takeaway here is that some member states have the firepower to support this kind of measures like Germany and France. Um, other are more stretched and cannot make um, this kind of like um, fiscal changes mm-hmm. uh, because they had debt to GDP ratio of more than 100%. So they literally owe more than they're making, like Italy mm-hmm. and Greece. So my issue here is that some states are going to able to mobilize money to support economic m- development and some are going to be, you know, left behind um, mm-hmm. with all that. So what do you think, Peter? If the US doesn't budge, are we going to be witnessing maybe a potential trade war <laughs> yeah um it, i think it's it's very interesting i mean like recently we've mm-hmm. seen news like um north Vault, um you know which is makes uh, is uh, 
a sort of European venture mm-hmm. um, for making batteries. That has said, I mean, I, I, I said that uh, must have been a few weeks ago um, where it was where they were talking about how um, they, the amount of subsidies that they would get um, if they went to America, for instance, mm, yeah. um, would be, I think, in the region of something like eight hundred million dollars or something ridiculous versus a much more um you know a much lower amount um of of money um mm. that was that was you know in 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 um in the eu so it was something like 800 million in the us and something like i can't remember the exact figure but you know 150 million in 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 the in the eu mm. um so it was yeah i mean it, it so there's a very there is a, there is an abs- there is an absolutely um uh a huge you know there's an absolutely huge difference and mm-hmm. that differential needs to be acknowledged because i mean you y- you don't have to be particularly intelligent to think okay if I go to the US, I'll get 800 million. And if I stay in the e- e- EU, I'll get 150 million. Uh, where am I going to go to make my batteries? Uh, let me just think about that. Mm. You know, so obviously this has to be done, but it's very delicate, of course, in, in the EU because you've got lots of different member countries. They're all of different sizes and, and, and different, uh, different makeups and everything. Mm. And the problem is, is that, you know, um, there is a risk here that if the uh, EU changes its rules and means that it, it will be a bit more relaxed about individual governments or individual or just the EU generally about how much money it's allowed to give to help state enterprises yeah. that or, you know, individual companies, then, you know, there is, they are, uh, they are concerned that this is basically going to hound everything to the Germans because, uh, the Germans, you know, very strong. Obviously, they're you know the biggest uh, economy in the EU. Very highly exposed to manufacturing, and I think a lot of this stuff is really, you know, this IRA legislation. Oh, by the way, I find it really weird talking about IRA <laughs> in this section, like, and not terrorism, right? So, you know, it just feels yeah, weird. I, uh, <laughs> I did try to say it fully. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, I know. It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's weird. Um, although, bit bizarre as a little aside. I knew my first ever boss out of university is a Welsh guy called um, Ira. I forgot his surname, Ira, and he mm. and it was spelled I R A. And you can imagine, God, he must have had a right problem when he phones up for like renewing his car insurance. Yes, like is he a car insurance going? Yeah, uh, my name. Yeah, Ira. How do you spell it? I R A. Oh my God. Yeah, sorry, will be possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, but back to it. I do think that this is. Um, this is something that has to be addressed. Mm-hmm. There is going to be tricky because it's not just going to be a case of, yeah, okay, throw some money at it. They've got to do it in such a way that the members can agree to yeah. um, and, and, and then move forward. But whatever happens, they can't do what they usually do in, in the EU, which is drag their feet and do nothing for ages because mm-hmm. there's 27 lot, lot people who have to agree um, yeah. on things. Um, they've really got to, this has got to happen quickly. Otherwise, mm-hmm company's just going to go so um so because that's because the thing is they're not because it's such a especially with evs and things it's quite young so so far mm -hmm. so you can still get them you know going either either to america or staying here they're not really established so this is a this is quite a key stage i think Mm. 
I think I I'm I'm just worried it's going to start being like a subsidies race, you know, who is yes. the, the most the most attractive powerhouse. Mm. But again, I think I think the EU is going to definitely tone it down. They cannot do this kind of measures because of the mm. already already there's a discrepancy between east and west economies. Yeah. So that would just really leave some behind um yeah. that are yeah. already, you know, struggling or even, you know, 30 years after the post-Soviet are still, mm. you know, open. Um, yeah. Well, we have yet to see. It's just this is just an update in the this the saga that yeah. has been going on since August. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, mm-hmm. very interesting stuff. Well worth following. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. Obviously, we'll try and keep on top of it. Exactly. So, uh, what is your story this week, Peter? So, uh, this week, I thought I would talk about um, something that I'm sure everyone finds exciting, um, <laughs> and this is Big Bang 2.0 right so sounds exciting <laughs> but i think it's a bit more pop 1.0 <laughs> because it's not really a big bang so big bang the reason why it's called big bang 2.0 it's got nothing to do with the origin of the universe it's got to do with um the fact that in in uh, 1986 margaret thatcher who was then the prime minister she brought in reg- uh, well basically she did sort of deregulation uh, of the city Mm-hmm. um and that was called uh big bang you know that was called big bang, big bang right and um and so what then happened was the the it was it really was a seismic you know uh moment and the way that banking and stuff and especially investment banking in the uk was done was changed forever you had all the americans the you know the merrill lynch's etc just coming into london buying up these you know merchant banks and things that have been around for hundreds of years and changing the way you know they the way they do things um it was funny by the way when i when i started i i worked at a uh, as a stockbroker at a company called casanova which is subsequently taken over by um uh, by jp morgan but i was told before i got there it, i only missed it by a few years but it was so traditional that they had these, you know, big wooden desks with the green leather tops on the desks, no computers. And it was all done with like people just wandering around and, and talking to each other. And there was, there was no, well, there was very little control between say the corporate finance department and the sales team. And there were all sorts of things going on between, you know, mm-hmm. it would be like the, and by the way, it's, it wasn't, uh, I'm, I'm sure nothing happened at Casanova like this. I just, I just heard uh, at the time is that, you know, people would come over uh, from the corporate side and say, oh yeah, we're doing a deal with this company. Uh, you might want to buy some shares of this. I mean, it's some of the this stuff. This is so I, weird. Yeah, some of the stuff I heard was absolutely outrageous. Well, some of the stuff that I heard used to go on, which is one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of these stock, these old boy stockbrokers used to make an absolute fortune because mm. they knew what was going on before any, anyone else did. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I came in and it was all um, much, much cleaner and, and it got progressively cleaner. But um, mm. all the old boys were making absolute tons of money because of all these tips they were getting. But anyway, um, mm. the, the, this, you know, the, the, uh, you know, big uh, this you know this big bang legislation. It was absolutely huge. Um, it's changed the face of, of finance in the UK, and actually, 
I suppose, helped to make the UK the centre, you know, the financial centre of the world. Um, although, again, you see, I'm not saying that because I'm British and and trying to be like, oh, yeah, look at us. I mean, I was told that, like, right from the beginning. And I was thinking, really? We're not we're not the censors. You know, surely it's like New York or something like that. But it was, and everyone used to say that, it, I mean, for what it's worth, so I, I was told, because of where we are, the time difference, you know, we see during the the time the day we so you start off the day you're getting the end of the asian markets you mm. come in in the morning you get the european markets mm. lunchtime you get the american markets yeah so, you know so, so you can see it throughout the whole day so that's one of the apparently one of the advantages of being in london is mm. you can see everything live at one time so mm-hmm. you know but anyway um so I think uh, so. What they're talking about at the moment, they they are so they're talking about a Big Bang 2.0. This is all about trying to bring in, um, you know, post Brexit, uh, uh, you know, uh, stuff really um, to try to help the city to become better, you know, to place it better in the world because I think it has lost its position. Mm. Um, but um, you know, there are already things being talked about, like um, easing rules on the amount of money that. Uh, insurance companies have to hold to cover you know claims and things like that uh, mm. that's just all part of something called solvency two um and then there's also and uh, there's also talk about uh, banks uh, not having to well, so banks uh, under european legislation following the financial crisis they had to sort of separate their retail from their investment banking operations and they had to have separate pots of money to cover eventualities mm for each side now the idea of of all of the those things so the insurance and the banks is to lower the amount of money that either have to hold to cover Mm. these eventualities Mm. and if that is the case that will suddenly leave give them essentially a load of money um, that can suddenly be freed up to use Mm. for investments so that's the idea of that so i think i think you called it pop one because it it's it's improbable that the city would ditch Mifid 2, yeah. um, which is Solvency 2. But I just well, want you, like, it would be great if you could clarify a bit, like, yeah. what is the difference between Mifid 1, Mifid 2? Yeah. What exactly did it? So, so yeah. So, um, so the main thing, so I think that if for it to be called Big Bang rather than Small Pop is that, um, is that if they manage to repeal or take, or take away Mifid 2, which is legislation that was introduced in January 2018. Mm. And that, in my opinion, from in the time that I was, I've been in the city, that is the biggest single uh, impactful bit of legislation that I have seen mm. on the industry. And that's all about how uh, um, you know, companies, yeah, how transparent they, 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 uh, it is to earn, you know, is to earn uh, their money. So how investment banks earn their money from um, investment managers, that sort of thing. So I know that sounds a bit, oh, you know, it's a bit boring. It's, it's not. It's, it changed everything overnight. And it was something that the investment banks were talking about for years and years and years. And it happened. It had a huge impact. Um, but if they took that away now, that would have a massive impact again. And if it did, it would make London 
the center of finance again i think because suddenly everyone would want to come over here and if you mm. uh, to work and if and again if they you know met uh, which i think that there's no bonus cap now i forgot what, what they've done with that but if that was a case as well everyone is going to come want to come and work in london yeah in but i guess like it would have like such a big impact on europe because yeah. it would implement retaliatory measures correct correct yeah they will not they won't take this line down because they'll be thinking oh no hold on a minute you know suddenly we've got no advantage anymore mm. um and that would be a big thing so anyway mm. i mean it's worth thinking about i know i have heard that there are rumors about this you know so, but um i don't know whether it's going to come to pass mm. if it does it will have a, a huge impact so mm-hmm. but anyway um i guess we've got to finish there um so uh, leave leave everyone on a cliffhanger um and um who, who knew that Mifid 2 could be a cliffhanger but anyway um but um yeah just to say um uh yeah so if oh so at the moment i'm doing stuff on um on instagram and and tiktok which is the um the watson's daily advent calendar uh video advent calendar where i'm trying to give you different tips and bits of information things you didn't know about watson's daily crack christmas cracker jokes all sorts of stuff coming uh in the run-up to christmas so if, if you don't follow us please do have a look at that i'm trying to give you some uh stuff that is useful um but apart from that um thank you very much jasmine um much appreciated for your thank insight you. today uh thank you, you very too. much for the listeners for listening um and uh we'll see you again tomorrow so many thanks have a good week and you bye Bye-bye. bye